Welcome to Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications, your cool guide to investing. So for the next couple of minutes, I'll be rewinding back on the Easy Desert podcast, your cool guide to investing. My name is DJ at large. <laughs> and thank you so much for pressing play. With more than 30 episodes and over 70,000 downloads, topping podcast charts on Apple Music and Spotify, Easy Desert has grown to become a fun platform to encourage and inform those who are itching to start investing with no jargon and no complications, a platform to debunk myths and to make investing easy and fun for the audience person now this episode is for those who still need a bit of a push those who haven't taken the steps to start investing and buying shares and owning the market those who haven't started to take control of their money story today we'll be getting the 101s out of the way from understanding what a share is to busting etfs and unit trusts we've got you covered to begin your journey to investing on the very first episode of the easy does it podcast we had a conversation with the investment og simon brown talking all things investing from simon's first disastrous share his love for chocolate and wine to simplifying investing by giving us tips on how we can begin to own the market one rand at a time. Normally, when people talk about investing, they like to make it very, very complicated. They use all these fancy words when the truth is that investing is very easy, but we need to engage with the topic. And the first step is to rewind back to episode one, where Simon Brown explains what a share is, a stockbroker, dividends, and why investing is crucial. Let's start with stockbroker because if you want to buy a share, you need a stockbroker. And this is basically the organization who facilitates that. And that stockbroker interacts with exchanges and stuff and there's complexity in the background, but you need that person to facilitate it and, and to make it happen for you. You're buying a share. What is a share? Literally, as it says on the sticker, it's a slice of the business. And let's take it to a scenario of a coffee shop. You own a coffee shop, right? What does that mean? Well, it means that you get to share in the profits, you get to share in the decision-making, and maybe you even get to work there if you so want. My share of ShopRite means just that. When ShopRite releases results and they say, hey, we've made money, and some of that money they keep, some of that money they give back to me and you as shareholders. Dividend, I get cash. Now, whether I bought that share a week ago or 20 years ago, I get those my share of the profit coming through. The most important thing is that you just get started. In the description of this episode, there's a link for you to sign up. Do it. So on to the next as we get the 101s and basics out of the way. In season two, we hosted the queen of exchange traded funds, Nerina Fissa, talking all things investing, from Nerina's first share, her career shift to the world of investing, to how the process of baking a cake can help you to better understand ETFs, flour, sugar, and all of that. <laughs> I always explain that 
index tracking really just means it's something that follows a recipe. If you think about baking a cake, you know, once I've decided whether it's a chocolate cake or a carrot cake or whatever that I want to bake, I find myself a recipe and the recipe will tell me three important things. The first thing is what are my ingredients in the world of an investment index? What are the constituents? What are the individual securities that go into it? My ingredients. The second thing is the quantities. How much of each? How many eggs? How many cups of flour? You know, how many milliliters of milk or whatever? So my quantities, and again, in the index and in the investment world, how many shares or components of each of these securities make up my index? And then the third one really is the method. It tells, you know, mix this, beat that together, pour it in the pan, put it in the oven for how long or whatever. And again, that's what the index tracking fund then does. It says, okay, we'll mix up these ingredients in the right quantities. And then just to take the analogy of the, of the cake a little bit further... The, the important part is the recipe, following the recipe, putting everything into that cake tin. And then you stick it in the oven and your recipe tells you how long it's going to be in the oven before that cake is going to be baked. So get your apron on, rewind and turn up the volume as we heat things up and break down exchange traded funds. One of the things that I found difficult to understand is unit trusts. I'll be very, very honest. So we hosted Bobo Ntleko, a wealth specialist at Easy Equities, to give us the 101s on unit trusts. Boy, oh boy, school was in session. Bobo schooled us on the basics, right? From the upside of investing in unit trusts to debunking some misconceptions. He even used the swimming pool and pool cleaners to strip down unit trusts. So what makes one fund different to another essentially is the theme that it follows. So within the unit trust, we have multiple different themes and that's, you know, income. So those are themes that are focused on generating your income on a monthly basis. Mm. We also have property funds, which are pretty much primarily focused on listed properties on the stock exchange, among other things. We also have local equity. So these funds are focused on spreading your investment, spreading your water in across listed companies within South Africa. We also have global equity funds. Mm. That's what pretty much makes each fund different to the next. Let's rewind back to that episode. One of the most popular episodes in season two was around easy properties i think we all have that dream of owning property unfortunately it comes with a lot of admin and exorbitant costs it is so expensive so we hosted andrew hato to tell us more about easy properties to give us the 101s firstly easy properties is buying units in bulk and that gives us a lot of power when it comes to negotiating fees so we're typically getting a substantially lower rate than an individual buy would get on on those transfer fees etc secondly we're raising the deposit from thousands of investors so we're collectively harnessing the investing power of thousands of our investors so that gets rid of the deposit limitation because as you've said you can invest literally one rand from one rand upwards into easy properties we've done the hard work with all the south african banks they understand our business they understand what we're trying to do and we've got facilities in place that allow us to access the the bonds uh, that we need for our property acquisitions and lastly we've built this all into an app that's on your phone you can while you're waiting at the grocery store to pay you can browse the website find a property that you like and complete a transaction right there and then so easy properties is a simple way for ordinary south africans to invest in property from as little as one rand taking away the hassle the admin the costs that come with owning property andrew broke it down for us 
From the Avengers to Purple Group, PPC to Elise, many would argue that if you're new to investing, then penny stocks is a great place for you to start. So we got the penny stock OG and financial mails editor at large, Mark Hassan-Fuss, to give us an overview of the world of penny stocks on the JSE. He explained what a penny stock is, highlighted the power behind them, as well as the pitfalls to look out for, the role that social media plays in the markets, and understand the companies that you want to invest in. Penny stock's no different to a mid-cap or a blue-chip stock. You will look at the cash flows. You have to look at the balance sheet. Can this company, if it's creaking, can it creak for another few more years before it comes right? Or does it need to go to the market? It's not easy to go to the market when your shares are at four cents. You've got to bear those things in mind. The other thing is management. People don't pay enough attention to management. You know, I'm not too worried about management that they keep disappointing. As long as they're honest, honest and open about what's happening, I can listen to the story. But it's when guys come and they just they talk nonsense and it's this, we're going to try this, but it didn't work. Now we're trying this. And you want some kind of some stability in the narrative from management. So that's what one thing to look for. And just look for honesty. When they openly admit their mistakes, it's not a bad thing. Um, at least you you know, you in the picture as well. Um, so when things are, are kind of fluffed, I get a bit scared. <laughs> Other thing is capital allocation, believe it or not. I think that's very critical in penny stocks because often what happens is the core business will get into trouble and then they will try and diversify into something crazy like um, that they might be in into selling tires then they'll decide no we're going to go into clothing manufacturing because we found this wonderful business to buy and you know we think we should diversify be careful of that kind of stuff that's wild it's crazy most of the time doesn't work and it's a a desperate tactic to kind of almost buy time and that's how we get the 101s out of the way rewind back to the episodes with simon brown and nerina fissa bobon cheko andrew hartog and mark hassan fuss covering investing exchange traded funds unit trust easy properties and of course penny stocks make notes tweet us ask questions we hope that these episodes will encourage you to start your journey to investing good luck for the year ahead and happy investing (laughs) easy does it that's how we do a big shout out to you for hanging out with us don't forget to subscribe we are on spotify and apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.